Hey everyone and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Scouting Report. We are back online with our audio reports. Those will be coming out each Tuesday and Thursday again. We've got a number of guests lined up as well, including today's with Mike Riddleman of the College Gridiron Showcase. As always, head over to Right Step ADV on Twitter. Leave me your thoughts, comments, share this podcast with a friend, continue to get it out there. But let's go ahead and forget all the uh, prenuptials. Let's get ahead to today's guest. As I said, Mike Riddleman. Mike is the Director of Scouting and Personnel for the College Gridiron Showcase. We discussed the CGS a little bit with guest Neil Stratton a few weeks ago. And today we'll just dive into a little bit deeper about the CGS and what Mike does with it. So without further ado, Mike Riddleman, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me on. I, I, I've been an avid listener for the past couple of weeks of it, and and you you your reports are detailed, and I, I and plus I'm a football junkie, so it goes hand in hand. Perfect. Well, uh, I'm I'm excited to get the uh, get the audio scouting reports going again, and man, we got some really good guests lined up, and uh, man, I was excited when when you reached out and said you wanted to talk more about the uh, CGS. I, I we talked on the phone. I yeah. was down there a couple years ago, and uh, it's a great all star game. We'll get into all the details and nuts and bolts of it, but first, tell us a little bit more about your background. Where are you from? How did you get into the football world? Kind of what your process is now. Um, and we'll kind of just get into it there. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm born and bred in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, Beaver County, PA. Um, went to Hopewell High School uh, where Tony Dorsett went, uh, you know, pit legend and, you know, uh, had a wonderful career in the NFL. Uh, I got the then I from there on, I went to Waynesburg University, started three years at the end there. Uh, I also played baseball there. You know, d- don't look up my batting stats because that's. Yeah, uh, n- not great stats to begin with, but no, uh, after my playing career there at Waynesburg, I had the opportunity to uh, be a coach on the staff, get some college coaching experience while getting my master's, and then came home after got my master's and, uh, you know, been in high school coaching. This is just completed year nine of coaching high school ball uh, from offensive line, defensive line, been a special teams coordinator, uh, you know, helped out with coaching tight ends. So, uh, and then, you know, really got my start with CGS as an intern back in, oh man, I'm dating myself here, 2016. So uh, it, it's been a great process. Jose Jefferson and Craig Red, the two co-founders of the event, have been great friends and mentors for me. And, you know, it's it's been a great ride so far. Good. That's so. I first thing I got to do. You played at Winsburg, so I coached at Case Western. So no way. You know, that's, yeah. So that's a that's a great rivalry. My remembrance of Waynesburg, and it you know it tells you what kind of season we had in 2014. <laughs> we played at Waynesburg. We got our butts beat, but across the street from the locker room there, they had some kind of barbecue going on. The fans oh, yeah. invited the oh, coaches, yeah. the players over. And oh, that yeah. was the highlight of my Saturday, which, again, tells you the way our team played that day. Uh, thankfully, in 2015, we got our revenge and, you know, put up a big number on them. But uh, oh, I, I, the I food remember. was the highlight for us in 2014. So correct me if I'm wrong, 2014-2015 season was the first in the pack for Case Western, correct? Correct. Yes, they were kind yeah. of making the transition there. And so those were, you know, Waynesburg was a 
an old foe that was, you know, back on the schedule. So there was some history, but it wasn't recent history. So it's did been... you experience the uh, train going by during? The we game? did. Yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> we were warned of it, and we were told if you're on offense or defense, try to use it to your advantage. So um, it's uh, again small college football, Pennsylvania, you know, Ohio, Cleveland area. That's it's great football. That's Rust Belt football. That's uh, that's good stuff. So cool. We'll uh, we'll. So that's a great intro. What are you doing right now getting ready for the College Gridiron Showcase, which is in January? I think, uh, what 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 are the dates on that? January yeah. 6th, 7th, kind of right around there? Yeah, January 6th through the 11th. Uh, we're, we're hustling and bustling right now. So we're, you know, we're just finishing up our putting our boards together um you know we've sent out some invites for our small college showcase and we'll get into that a little bit later and then we're just finishing up on on our main showcase for the invites there but we're talking with teams we're talking with nfl the cfl the usfl jose jefferson actually just got hired by the xfl he's the uh director of football ops for the san antonio team uh he's working with heinz ward um but uh, again a multitude of football knowledge on our team and then also connecting with the pro liaisons the director of football ops the uh coaches at the college level because that's where you're, you're going to get a lot of good information from about these athletes who should we be looking at who shouldn't be we be looking at you know what's what makes this guy tick um you know building those relationships with the personnel the recruiting the operations department I mean, the, the those guys do a phenomenal job with their work, and also the coaches. So, and talking with agents, agents are a vital part. Um, also, talking with training facilities because the agents and training facilities are, are all looking around right now and scouting and doing evaluations. Hey, who do I want to sign? Who do I want to help bring training to my facility? So again, it, it it's one big football uh, mecca right now of talking. Yeah. Absolutely. So do you have a staff of scouts watching film? Is that, are you handling that? Do you rely on, like you said, agents, schools, NFL teams, you know, USFL, XFL teams now to, to kind of give you a list of players or how are you kind of, you know, vetting that process, deciding who you want to bring in? Yeah. So we start the process in late, in the late summer. And, and what's different about CGS is we're the one of the largest, we're the largest uh, all-star event in the country. We bring in 300 plus athletes, um, you know, so our process has to start a little bit earlier than normal, uh, just because we're looking at the NAIA, D2, D3s, uh, like, like everyone else, uh, FBS, FCS, but bringing in 300 plus players that, you know, we want to bring in the right 300 plus players. Um, so we, we, we break it down to the position group during the summer and, you know, okay, who are our quarterbacks we want to watch? Okay. Who are the running backs? Who are the, uh, tight ends, receivers, and we break it down week by week. And we have scouts all, all over the country. It's a small group. Um, the main decision makers are myself, Craig, Jose, and uh, uh, Mark Branstad of Tracking Football, who, who's partners with us. And, um, and then we have a group of scouts and a group of uh, coaches across the country that help with our input. So it, it's, a, it's a great team effort, what we build here. That's great. So you said you have 300 players brought in. Yep. And that's across about five or six days. Yeah. That's your final list. So just to give perspective to everybody out there, with your initial list, how many players are on your initial list as you start to oh, sort through them? Man, I, I would say over a thousand. Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a uh, big undertaking. Looks a little bit daunting when you put it up there, but again, the process all plays it out. The season 
um, you know, plays it all out. There's, you know, for the most part, the, you know, they, it's the old adage, the eye in the sky never lies. Absolutely. Film matters. And that's, that's where it's going to get, get into when, um, you know, so you hit on a couple different pieces here. So obviously the college gridiron showcase has a number of different elements to it. You talked about the small college showcase, talk a little bit more about what that is, what that entails, what players, what schools are going to be invited to that. And, um, and then we can talk about, uh, you know, the bigger part of the, uh, CGS. Absolutely. So the small college showcase is, is something I, I, is very important to us because there, there's talent at all levels. And I, uh, and our saying is our slogan for CGS. It's not where you play. It's how you play because there's talent at all levels with the opportunities with the SFL, USFL, XFL, CFL, and the NFL being all there. I mean, they're going to need players. Um, so uh, the first and foremost, you know, you're, you're looking at height, you're work, looking at weight, your speed, that element, but you have to be, the top 1% of dominating at your level. Okay. You have to be an all conference type of player. You have to, you know, be making plays. You have to show what separates you from the others. Um, you know, especially those lower levels. And, um, you know, we break it down. We bring in, you know, about around a uh, hundred players in for the small college showcase. It's a two day event. It's an OTA style format. Um, you know, they'll, they'll go through individual drills inside run, seven on seven, that type of thing. Then we have a controlled scrimmage at the end of the second day. Uh, and then the scout, the teams tell us who they want to see the move up. The 10 to 15 guys move up to our main four-day showcase um, because no one wants our opinions. They The, the teams want to go by what other, other teams are looking at who's moving the needle and whatnot. So that's the cool aspect of it is like the, 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 all the professional teams tell us, Hey, we want to see so-and-so moved up and then, then we go off that. That's perfect. And when you, when you talk about a small college, are you saying that's division three NAIA division two, what, uh, what's your cutoff for a guy to be yeah, invited so, to that small college showcase? So it, it's FCS D2, D3 NAIA. Um, you know, I know some, some people might think of, you know, small college and D1. No, uh, the FBS players are going to be strictly in our main uh, four-day showcase. Um, you know, FCS, D2, D3, NAIA, they're going to be av uh, available to participate in the small college showcase. Awesome. That's perfect. And uh, and then let's hit on, you know, that, uh, let's say, that, you know, the Power Five, your, your big schools, your, yeah. your max. What, what are they going to be looking at in their time there? Yeah, so the main four-day showcase, the first and foremost, I, I tell everyone, we're the only event that has medical testing. We're partnering with DEXA Analytics with the DEXA scan. They also do it the combine, measure bone density, muscle tissue, body fat percentage. So for a guy, in, like our niche is that fourth through seventh round, that undrafted free agent type of guy who might not get a combine invite. So you're not getting that medical testing done. So where we come into play is, and this is where the team's, love love us about it is that we provide that medical that more information on a player they can get yep. okay if a guy's not at, a, at the combine how are they going to obtain that information well we can provide that some information to you that might help in your decision making process absolutely and that's i think that is such a huge piece of it from having been in the building um we would as a scout as a building everybody wants to know the full story. It is better to have the information Absolutely. and not necessarily like it 
maybe an injury shows up, maybe there's a red flag on character. But if you have the information, you can make the decision. The worst thing for a player is to have a question mark. Hey, I don't know about this this injury. I don't know about this situation that happened off the field when they were a sophomore because that usually equates to, yeah, we don't know. We can't trust them to bring them in. So having all the information for, for scouts is – absolutely fantastic it's essential and you know to to be you know really you know next to the combine with you know doing the dexa scans and uh all the medical information i mean that is huge so give us a little bit of a schedule breakdown a a player shows up uh in what fort worth i believe give us an idea of what they're going to go through over a two three four day period while while absolutely so i mean we're not we're not planning for a game so there's not much install you know game planning wise you'll meet with your coaches for the event that day uh, over the next couple days um we're gonna have seminars we're gonna have seminars uh rod newhouse who is a uh, director of pro, pro player personnel with the Cardinals for many years. He's on our board. He's ta- going to be talking about financing. We we had Brenda Tracy there a couple of years ago. Um, you know, we're giving you that aspect. We're also doing um, meetings with parents. What to expect that first year in the NFL? You know, from a financial standpoint, from a, a playing standpoint. You know, what the process is going to look at. What what's it going to look like for the next couple months after our event because it's a hectic time you're gonna get asked a lot of questions your background checks galore so you know we offer that um you know just a a good relaxed atmosphere and on the flip side for the nfl cfl usfl xfl teams that are there we want to make your stay as comfortable as possible, bringing these players to you, giving you all the ammunition you need to make make a good report and go from there. Yeah, I mean, that's perfect. Who are the – do you have your coaches lined up for this year yet? Uh, almost finalized. Okay. Uh, I, I, so uh, Michael Kisselak was a former offensive lineman with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, you, you know, uh, DeMarco King's a, a private quarterback coach in, in the – Fort Worth area. He's been done a great job with us, you know, and, and we get new coaches every year. Um, so just a couple of names to highlight, but we're, we're not finalized yet. We'll announce it here soon. Perfect. That'll be a great, you know, great reason. Push people over to your website. I believe it's cgsallstar.com, correct? Yep. Yep. Perfect. So uh, um, that's a great element on the coaches too. And something that is, or on the parents and on the information given to the families, that's always one of those pieces where, um, you know, parents are asking scouts at pro days at, you know, they're asking coaches, Absolutely. they're trying to figure out what in the world's going on. And there is, there is never a single answer. There are good players <laughs> that have no question marks and they may never hear from a team, but the team absolutely loves them. And, you know, on the flip side, if you're getting constant calls there, again, it's, it's about trying to answer questions. So that's, that's a great piece to, to provide to, to families, to, um, some probably some spouses, some significant others, families, Absolutely. parents, agents, um, you know, anybody, guardians in their lives. So that's that's a great piece. Um, so we already hit on again. You talked about the DEXA scan, the medical portion. Um, in addition to those things, what do you think really separates the CGS from, you know, obviously there's a number of other all star games um, that these guys may have the option to go to. They may go to multiple all star games. What do you think sets the CGS apart? the flexibility on what we can do on, on, on a year to year basis. And like uh, from, from our event perspective, 
you know, we can bring in so many players, good quality players that teams want to see. Uh, we're not planning for a game. We're not installing. So you can have rapid fire indie drills. Um, you know, scouts have – and then at the end of the week, our, our controlled scrimmage format. Scouts come on the field. They say, hey, I want to see a third and long situation for this quarterback. Can you draw it up? Yeah, absolutely. Offensively, we can hold up a card. Hey, I need an X receiver run a go route. Perfect. Defensively, we're flexible, 4-2-5, 3-4 in the past, simple coverages. You know, if we have a hybrid player, he can work a multitude of positions. Like if he's a five technique or if he's a stand-up edge rusher, that type of deal. Um, you know, again, the flexibility of our event where wherever the teams want to see and showcase the talents of the athletes with them playing fast and at a high level without thinking, I, I, that's, that's where I think we st- stand uh, against all others. Yeah. Absolutely. Some of those other ones, they would uh, both at pro days and at all-star games, they get offended if they try to give any input just because, you know, they have their script, they have their plan and they like to stick to it. So uh, <laughs> that is a great piece. Now, I I think there's probably one team, one NFL team that really doesn't send guys to all-star games. So there's probably, are you expecting 31 NFL teams to be there or is it? Uh, could be a, it could, could be a surprise to everyone. We could have everyone there. Okay. Um, you, you never know. Yeah, um, I I know who you're talking about, but I'm not <laughs> sure yet. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll see from there. Um, I, usually the past couple of years we've had 31 out of the 32. Yep. Um, you know it, it, it's been a, a team. You know, not the same team over and over again. So, uh-huh. um, yeah. But all nine CFL teams, uh, all the U the USFL brass was there. Moose Johnson actually did a wow. uh, uh, a live cast from. I think it was good morning football. I'm not sure or, or something with Fox or I'm not really sure, but uh, he did it from the field at Fort Worth, Farrington field where CGS was going on. So yeah. um, the U S uh, the XFL will be there. So it, it'll, it'll be good. If you want to get noticed, you'll get noticed. Absolutely. And that's what uh, for any of these players that maybe, maybe the NFL is still another year or two years away playing in these other leagues. I, I tell players all the time you have to have updated film if you want to you know still keep that dream alive for the nfl you've got to have updated film and again all these other other leagues cfl xfl usfl are going to be great opportunities to to get that film keep it updated and um, keep the pipeline going there so absolutely that is that's fantastic so as you're sitting back thinking about your time at the cgs who were some of the players that come to mind um, you know, call them success stories or maybe unique stories. Who who are guys that uh, you think of anytime the CGS is brought up? Oh, absolutely. How much time you got? Um, so uh, first one that pops to mind, he's actually starting for, I believe, left guard for the Titans right now, Aaron Brewer, uh, uh, undersized offensive lineman from Texas State a couple years back. Uh, he's hovering around the 295 mark, or at least he was at the event. I don't know where he's at now. Strong as an ox, um, strong hands. Uh, the way he positioned himself in, against the bull rush, uh, anchored himself. Um, you know, has that center guard flexibility coming out. Really love what he what he showed. Gunner Olszewski, uh from tiny Bemidji State. Um, you know, he was an all conference DB, and I actually think he started on the baseball team too there, and. Uh, he became an all pro. Uh, well, first he then transitioned to DB, 
a wide receiver with the Patriots. They signed him as an undrafted free agent. And then he became an all-pro punt returner in year two, I believe. Um, Jakeem Grant has been all-pro kick returner. George Odom, who's now with the 49ers, uh, all-pro uh, special teamer, was with the Colts. Uh, Sebastian, Sebastian Joseph Day just got oh, a big yeah. contract with the Chargers. He was doing great things with the Rams. Yep. Um, Matthew Adams, the linebacker at Houston, who's now with the Bears. Um, man, it, it it can go a whole multitude of ways, but uh, I'm trying to think anyone else off the top of my head. Uh, from this past class, Brendan Schooler's a special teams demon for the Patriots right now. Uh, he actually played receiver and, and DB at CGS, so yeah. flexibility there coming out yeah. of Texas. Yeah, that, I mean, that's fantastic. And those, I mean, that list of guys you named are starters and all pro type guys, not to mention yeah. probably the bevy of players that are on rosters, that are um, on practice squads, that are, you know, finding their way, taking yep. another year. Again, with your, you know, that's always one of those big pieces for some of these smaller schools, less resources. It may be take a year or two at an NFL facility to be completely ready. And, you know, they show out at CGS, they get an opportunity and then they just keep on working and keep on scrapping to make it. So that's Absolutely. fantastic. Perfect. Uh, one of the elements we talked a little bit about uh, with Neil, um, the scouting intern program that you guys have there, that is a huge help to all the scouts with the NFL teams as they're down there trying to get interviews and everything else. Talk a little bit about that scouting intern program, what guys, what the scouting uh, intern program is like for guys and girls and uh, where you see it going. Absolutely. Uh, so I actually did the program. Well, it wasn't even a program. It was I was an intern running around for all the NFL and CFL teams, bringing them guys. So Jose and Craig made it fancy and made an internship after I got done through it. <laughs> so, um, no, it's a fantastic program. Um, we, we've had a lot of success. Uh, Shay Rezanowski, uh, I hope I'm saying her name correctly. She uh got the Nun Wooten uh, scouting apprenticeship program with the Seahawks this past summer. She's been doing great things. Um, you know, Jordan Calfon, Owen Reese are now with the Shrine Bowl. They're doing great things. Uh, Gino Camilleri actually became one of our main scouts. Uh, he's on our staff right now. He went through the program. Um, there's, I mean, there's, there's names and, and names of guys I can, and girls I can go through off the top, not off the top of my head right now, but those are a few that, you know, stood out for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it gives you the opportunity to have that one-on-one -on -one experience with the scouts. And I actually help run the room, uh, make everything, make sure everything goes smoothly. We we've had a couple bad apples in the past, but you know, just be yourself. I mean, you, you can attest to this too. Uh, don't, <laughs> Don't be inching your way. Try to get a job right away. You know, build a relationship with the, with the scouts. You know, talk about you know your background a little bit, but don't be too pushy about it. Yeah. But yeah. you know, you know, I I think it's a great opportunity to network. Um, you know, have all these great football football minds in one place, and you know, we can go from there. Absolutely, and that time, every NFL scout is down there trying to do their work, and you know, it's yep. a. January can be a hard time to leave home. It's a little yep. bit of off time. You're working on all these late declaring juniors, um, you know, all this stuff. And the thing that sticks out to every scout, which is going to be my piece of advice is just work hard. 
those are going to be the interns that are doing whatever they have to to get a player. Again, scouts don't want to know how much you know about scouting. They want to see how hard you work because that's Absolutely. usually going to be an indicator of uh, what you're going to do in the future because uh, just about anybody can be taught to scout, but not everybody knows how to work hard. And that is uh, definitely what separates uh, separates them. Absolutely. I, I, I think it's a great point, you know, just the network and bringing the possibility of meeting meeting new people and, and showcasing your work ethic. And I think you hit, hit it on the head there. Perfect. Well, uh, so we talked about the website, cgsallstar.com, correct? Yep. If somebody wants to, you know, kind of follow what you're doing, do you have a, a Twitter handle or you on I, Instagram? What do you have? I do. I do. So uh, my Twitter handle is at M-R-I-T-T-C-G-S. So M-R-I-T-T-C-G-S. And then my Instagram is uh, at Mike Riddleman. Uh, I'd be happy to talk with anyone, learn more about the event. Always love connecting with great football minds. And, uh, you know, uh, if you have any questions, please reach out. Awesome. Well, and if you can't find you know, Mike on any of those, reach out to me as well. Of course, you can find me at RightStepADV on Twitter or head over to RSAFootball.com. Mike was awesome to have you on. I am uh, looking forward to hopefully being down in Fort Worth for the uh, game this year. We'll see if I can make it happen. See all the Absolutely. players that are coming up here, and um, hopefully we have you know have a chance to have you back on in the future. And uh, you know, best of luck is the last. Oh, we're getting down to about three or four weeks of the college season before we get into bowl games and the uh, college football playoff. Absolutely. It, it, it's it's going to come, come in the crunch time here. So uh, we're excited about it. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Mike. Hey, have a good one. Thanks for having me on.